Welcome to the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast brought to you by Torch Technologies. In this podcast, you will learn about all things Torch, from its history to its culture, employee ownership, commitment to the warfighter, our community involvement, and so much more. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen, and stay connected with Torch by following us on all your social media platforms. Thank you so much for listening, and we hope you enjoy the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Welcome back to another episode of the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Today, I sit down to talk with Bill Warwick about the newest distinction that Torch Technologies received on their anniversary, which is now that they are a benefit corporation. Thank you so much for being here. Talk a little bit about what this distinction actually means. A public benefit corporation is a natural step of evolution for us in going forward. It is a distinction that takes place in defining our, our corporate bylaws and our charter in terms of how we're going to do business. It's important, I guess, there's B Corps and there's public benefit corps, and we chose to be a public benefit corp, and I'll talk about the reasons why. But it is different from a B Corp. There's a lot of similarities between the two, but a B Corp is something that's externally certified by an organization and has a series of reporting requirements with it. The public benefit corp is just a statement by the company and a change in their charter, and it it is a series of things that you have to do in order to become a benefit corp. But it's a change in your charter that reflects the way you're going to do business going in the future. In our case, the public benefit corp, the public benefit that we see, one, there's several that we've defined. And the underlying message here is that we want to remain in business as Torch and as Starfish and as Freedom going forward. And the employee ownership is important to us. So one of the key things is that we're going to support our employees and grow them financially through employee ownership. We're going to support others in adopting employee ownership as well. Continued commitment to our customer community and making sure that we perform above expectations as employee owners, and then also a commitment to give back to the community. And it is our desire to remain in business as we are and uh, commit to these items going forward. We want to be in business as Torch and as Starfish and as Freedom, doing business just like we are today with the same commitments. Obviously, the pieces about the business model will have to grow and age as things change going forward but we'd like to be having these similar commitments 100 years from now. The Benefit Corporation does allow you to modify things as necessary as you go, but it does reflect that you have made an actual commitment. Yeah, and we started this podcast, the whole intent with the beginning of this podcast was talking about becoming an evergreen company. Mm -hmm. And an evergreen company and a benefit company, you don't have to have one to have the other, but they're both very kind of work hand in hand, don't they? They do. In our case, they're very, very similar. They don't necessarily have to be. The evergreen company focuses on the seven Ps, and we've covered those in details in earlier podcasts. And it turns out that our instantiation of the Public Benefit Corporation overlaps substantially with performing against these seven Ps. And I'll encourage the listener to go back and listen to those podcasts on Evergreen to put that together. But in our case, the things that we want to achieve as a public benefit corporation align very well with being an Evergreen company. But it is a step beyond the Evergreen commitment really is not a change in our bylaws. It's just a public statement. Hmm. The public benefit that we have actually modified the bylaws of the company to reflect that. And that means that the board of directors and the management team will be expected to deliver against these commitments that we've made and that 
have to issue an annual report indicating how well we did wow. in meeting these commitments. And so this idea of being a benefit corporation, was this something that was even a thing when you first launched Torch? Or was this something it, that you kind of had is, in the back of your mind that maybe I, one day you would achieve this? I, I think it's really come about in the last eight or 10 years and maybe 15 years. But it's gained a lot of momentum in the last two or three years. We actually looked at it really hard about four or five years ago. There was some challenging requirements and the value of being a benefit corporate at that time wasn't as strong as it is now from some of the things that we wanted to accomplish. So we passed five years ago. We would have really, I think we're ahead of our time now, but we would have really been ahead of our time had we adopted this when we looked at it earlier. But as this became a possibility and companies began to do this, then the states, Delaware was an early adopter, started to loosen the requirements. And it turns out that we would have met the requirements in early, <laughs> back in early days, it required a 90% vote of the employees to vote in favor. Wow. Well, you know, we just completed this and we had 90% of our stock uh, vote in favor and roughly 90% of our employees. We did the vote two different ways because we wanted to make sure this is something the employees wanted. We did it by shareholder ownership and we also did it by counting noses, those in favor and those wow. opposed. And in both cases, we received approximately 90% of the vote in favor of becoming a public benefit corporation. So it's overwhelmingly endorsed by our employees. However, it is important to note that it is recognition of the way we've been doing business for the last 21 years. It's not really a change, but it's a more formal statement and it drives how we'll perform going into the future more so than just how we feel at the time. If we have a change in management, the expectation would be that they still honor these goals Yeah, because the other company require us to meet these goals. Yeah. And looking at the press release, I think an interesting note that I think is important to mention here is that you're creating an environment that will provide financial stability for our employee owners, allowing our owners to focus on our customers. What sort of cultural distinction does that one show to the outside world, but also to the internal team here at Torch that says, hey, we value culture extremely compared to maybe other companies or just other environments that they maybe, maybe have been in in the past. There's a phrase, and there's actually a book titled by this too. Everyone in our case has a stake in the outcome. A stake in the outcome is the book that I was referring to. And it speaks to the performance of the employees will be superior if they have an ownership stake in the company. If you own part of the company, it's very much in your interest to see the company represented well. Our business is a really intriguing business because what we're doing, we're trying to do things such that our soldiers and our military has the absolute best equipment that they can have when they go to carry out the missions that we send them to do. We want to make sure they have the absolute best. We want them to come home safe and we want to be committed. We want our employees to be committed 110% not only to the performance of the company, but to the performance that ensures that soldier's safe. And so we feel like establishing them with a beneficial ownership position encourages that extra, go that extra mile, and we actually see it in our performance. It yeah. also drives the culture of cooperation that allows an extra opportunity for success. There's not that hoarding away of information. Uh, we share information. We work together 
to make sure the customer gets the best solution. That has been in our core values and the way we operate since the very beginning. And as I get older and get closer to the off-ramp, it's, it's something that's very important to me to instantiate so it stays that way in the future. I think what would be interesting to kind of see, too, is that if someone's listening to this and they're maybe just started working here at Torch, is the being a public benefit corporation something that they can see the value that Torch as a company is able to give back and that distinction pretty early on in their career here if they were if they were maybe only been here a few, six, say six months, only maybe a year? Yeah, I think it should be evident in everything we do. The commitment to uh, provide an ownership to the employees so they can participate in the success of the company. And it's especially important For our younger staff, one of the things I hear frequently is they want to participate in giving back to the community. They want to be doing things with a purpose. That's one of the seven Ps is do things with a purpose. We want to do that. We want them to have the ability to make an impact by what they're doing. We want them to understand that what they're doing does have an impact. It does save soldiers' lives. It does mean that people come home Mm -hmm. with both hands, both eyes. And it's, it's underlying theme throughout the entire podcast through every episode that we do is that the culture that you've created, the work environment you've created here at Torch is more than just a work environment. It's a family you've created. It's a culture that people are buying into. And distinctions like this is something that younger employee can see right off the bat and can buy into this culture and see that, hey, the, this is something that's not just a place like go to work nine to five. It is helping us communicate that that is what is important to us as a company. You know, it's a challenge to communicate with hundreds of employees in dozens of locations and many of them working in government facilities to make sure that that is a unified message, that they're not just employees, they're employee owners. They participate in the success of the company, and I think that's very important. And their success in making the company successful makes our customers successful, and that's why we're in business. If we make our customers, if we make our customers successful, everything else takes care of itself. Yeah. And is there sort of a last sort of thought that you'd give to anyone that's listening to this, either about the being a public benefit corp or just any sort of other element that maybe we've discussed on the podcast in the last few minutes? Throughout our life, we've dared to take the challenge to be different, to try to excel. I think this is a major step in setting ourselves up. And I would love to see other companies look forward and make this kind of commitment to their employees, to the community. I think it's important in terms of what we hope to accomplish and what we hope to have. Sometimes people ask you, what do you want your legacy to be? I want our legacy (laughs) to be that we did the best job we could and we saved as many of our soldiers and we did as good a job as we possibly could to make sure that they're safe and that they have the best things, the best support they can have when they go on the missions that we send them on. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for spending the last few minutes talking a little bit about Torch's newest distinction of becoming a public benefit corporation. If you're listening to this and you want to find out more information about Torch Technologies, about news, updates with the company, employee opportunities, you can visit their website at torchtechnologies.com today. Thank you again for being here. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Keeping the Dream Alive podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen and stay connected with us on social media for news and updates surrounding the company. Thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed it.